Hey, it's your girl, Angie, and today I wanted to come in and just talk a little bit about some characteristics of creative people. And I just really felt uh, compelled to talk about this because have you ever wondered like what drives us or creative people? If you're listening to this and you're not a creative, um, what makes us different, um, you know, and the creativity um, that we have can challenge us. It can give us more energy. It allows us to reach our full potential. And the good news is that our innate creativity can be encouraged and developed if we want to. So if you're not a creative and you really feel like I really love the thought of being a weaver or tapping into throwing pottery or playing a guitar, those skills that creativity can be tapped into and developed. So today I just want to talk about seven characteristics that creatives incorporate in our lives, typically. And I was really thinking about this because of the new platform Clubhouse and how it's all set up. None of you are not familiar with Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a new social media platform. It's kind of like a meeting at the water cooler when you're at your cubicle and everybody's congregating over at the water cooler you know something's going down so you either tiptoe over there or ask the person who left the water cooler what was happening and it's all in audio so you can have a wild hair day you can be in your pjs all day um and you drop into rooms and people host different rooms on a variety of topics it could be talking about gardening and herbalism and so many things on running on Pinterest ads, Facebook ads, having a creative business, how to run a business when you have a chronic illness. There's so many different rooms on there. And right now there's about a million iOS users using the platform. Majority of us on there I've bumped into mainly our business owners. I've never been in a group that someone just says, oh, I'm here to like find a man or it could be, but they're just not saying it. But, you know, no one's here to say like, oh, I'm just like trying to make friends. People, they're like generally trying to make connections to fuel the creative project that they are um, working on currently. In the spring, I believe that it will be opened up for Android users. And so the whole dynamic of Clubhouse will probably have another shift. It's in beta. So there's things are constantly changing. And when you enter into a room, you essentially have the stage person that's moderating the room can make other people within the room moderators if they like. And then if you are followed by the speaker, you kind of up in a t- in another tier. And then if you just come into the room um, just to see what's happening, then you're in like the nosebleed section. If you would say, if you look at the layout of a concert hall, you have the stage. You, then if you're VIP or you have the best seats then you're usually right up near the performer. So that's kind of how um, 
clubhouse runs. You can drop in and out of groups. And I had an experience. I <laughs> went on to Zoom and it was it was a class that I was just like, I wanted to show up. I wanted to show up to be supportive. And when I got in there, it's about Facebook ads. And I'm like, okay, let's strategically look at time. Am I running Facebook ads right now? Probably not because my Facebook was hacked and Facebook has not even attempted to try to help me resolve the issue and doesn't even allow me to really run any ads on Instagram either. So until I can get that figured out, I don't even want to discuss Facebook ads. So why am I even here? So I... Just dropped out of the Zoom. I chuckle at that because if you're if you're on Clubhouse, you already know that we can jump in and out of rooms like beam me up Scotty, right? Like you could just peace out quietly and leave the room. Quick, you know? In, oh, it's not my room, out. And I carry that little etiquette to Zoom. <laughs> like typically on Zoom, you don't just like come into Zoom and be like, look around and like say, I'm out. I did that today. So that probably was very poor taste, but it was just like <laughs> been on Clubhouse for like the last couple weeks. And um, yeah, I just did that real Clubhouse move. So Clubhouse really allows you to really touch elbows with a lot of people that you may not be in certain circles with, um, that you have to pay a lot of money to hear them speak or go to their conferences. They're on there extending a great value and it's just a very creative space. So it just made me start thinking about creatives and the variety of topics that have come up um, on Clubhouse. And so one thing I want to talk about, um, it's about creative people are focused, right? We're focused. Highly creative people usually have high levels of energy and we stay focused on our projects for long periods of time. Some people can spend hours working on a single task that holds their attention um, while feeling happy and upbeat about it. You know, I can get up in the mornings at 3 a.m., do get into my journal writing, start working on my business. And I mean, I actually really consider my desk all day long doing the thing. And like, I am a okay with it. And it doesn't mean like we're tweakers, right? And that, you know, we are just in here, but you know, doing something just repetitively and not going anywhere. But we're just curious enough to spend enough time reflecting on the things that bring us joy. And I just really love that as being a creative. And even when um, we're not in the studio or away from the computer, our minds are still thinking about a creative work. So what I'd like for you to do is to grab your journal which I hope that you bring your journal each time you come and then ask yourself the question, like as a creative person, what do I focus on that brings me the most joy? What do you focus on that brings you the most joy? Now, if you're not building a business and you're just here because you like to talk about self-care, you like to talk about journaling, you could still take this prompt and apply it to everyday life. It's also as an entrepreneur, right? We have our, we sometimes have like our business piece and we have our personal piece. But when you're really a creative, they both merge. It's really difficult to have a business and try to separate personal and business. Yeah. You have to really put boundaries up sometimes for the business because the business will definitely try to roll up in the bed with you and be like, hey. Um, so sometimes you do have to put the brakes on it, but it's very difficult to think like those two kids, they, they just don't do not coexist. Um, number two, 
the second point I was thinking of that um, we hold on to a sense of wonder and, you know, liberate and lather. That's why I named my business liberate and lather, because it's like <laughs> we lather up in the morning, we get our shower, we get the zing for the day. And then we head out, we head out into the world to either go to a job, to fulfill some of the goals that we have planned for ourselves and our families and our lives. Um, and we just go do the thing, but we also, we do the thing because there's other things that we want to see and do in life. So with that, creative people are often brilliant, and but they just don't think that they know everything, right? We don't think that we know everything. That is why majority of us are course junkies. Hello, I have a digital clutter all on my computer and you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> my courses are my reference books. When I feel like I want to learn a point or if I'm rusty on something, I just go back through my courses and say, oh yeah, if I want to brush up on podcasting, I may have forgot a technique or there was some gem that was dropped that um, I forgot when I first watched the class. So that always keeps me in the pocket of wanting to obtain knowledge. And so we have a sense of wanting to see the world and exploring. And so right now with COVID-19, yeah, needless to say, yeah, life has changed a little bit about that. So you've heard of a digital nomad. <laughs> a lot of us are striving to obtain just that. COVID-19 has put a lot of us into the digital space, but not very nomadish. <laughs> We're still at home, right? Wandering in our minds. So when you think about us, yes, we're a laptop and a bag and a passport and the other. So you can pretty much imagine how hard it is with COVID-19 um, at the mercy of that. And right now, as I'm speaking, I would love to be recording this podcast while I'm in Ghana, but that is not the case right now. So I'm happy with that I'm here and that I'm alive. Creative people work hard. The stereotype of the, the writer or the artist spending a time propping up at the local coffee house doesn't always hold up as truth. Artists, we as artists, we usually work long hours on a project and then we don't always stick to the nine to five schedule. Right. People are like, are you crazy? You get up at three. But the world is very quiet. And I love that. So I work. I love to work very early in the morning, about six or seven. My mind's mush and I just like to lounge, read or maybe catch a couple of uh, different clubhouse rooms and just listen to people talk. And, you know, it's almost like my virtual coffee house. Right. But we are persistent and determined and totally focused on our work. So we are constantly having to remind ourselves to drink water, exercise and get plenty of sleep and keep our minds motivated. That growth mindset, always working on that. Some people think, oh, you're creative. So you're a loner. That's my point number four. But research suggests that creative people often combine the best of extroversion and introversion. Hello, somebody finally agrees with me. While most people tend to favor one or the other of these personality traits, creative people combine both of the elements. So when I'm in these rooms, people are like, I'm really introverted. But they're in a room with 500 people and they're speaking. Right. This pretty much 
supports this research idea. We all pretty much have all of the different traits in us. It's just that some shine more than others. For me, I feel like when I get online, I'm in a Zoom setting or in a room like that, I really feel like I become introverted. And I noticed that before COVID hit and I would think like, what's wrong with me? Why when I get in a room, I get really shy and I don't really want to talk. Like I'm really quiet. But if you put me in a room with a smaller, smaller group of people that I speak more. But if it was in real life, I would be working the room. I used to go to Seattle to these business meetups. I would have my little plate of food and I would be walking around and having my wine and talking and connecting. And who do you, what do you do? And oh, where do you do that at? And how do you do that? And the line, how did you get started? Like I would have these conversations, but you put me online in a big group. I mean, I sweat every time I have to get up on that stage in Clubhouse. So in Clubhouse, if you haven't been on it yet, Clubhouse, you can, if they open up the floor, you can raise your hand virtually, right? And they'll select you and you come up on the stage. So now you're looking at the audience, right? So you're on stage and the audience is in front of you. So you get to speak. And every time I'm just like, oh my goodness. But you want to get on stage because that's where people, that's where you can sing your praises about yourself and your business and what you want to do. And people will tend, most likely every time I get on a stage, I receive followers. They go look at your bio, they like what you do, and then they follow you. So we have to work both um, both ends of being creative and being an entrepreneur. Um, we are open and sensitive, so we tend to be very empathetic and sensitive. Um, we are open to the possible to the world and find inspiration everywhere, you know, from poetry, from looking at an abandoned building, can just look at it and be like, oh my goodness, this would be an awesome studio. We did this and we did that to it. Oh my goodness, wouldn't that be so cool? Um, so sensitivity is necessary to be able to create artistically, but can be a double-edged sword for us leaving us very vulnerable to criticism and rejection. I like what Erica Badu says, but, you know, I will say it not in the potty mouth form, but she says we're sensitive to our stuff and we are. We're very sensitive. So we have to choose our words carefully with each other, with even inside the creative, uh, you know, clan. Um, but if you're not a creative and you just like respect the work, you don't say, you don't feel like you're a creative. If you're in a grumpy mood, don't critique their stuff right then and there. Just do it when you're in a better headspace. Because if you're just having a bad day and you say something like off, off to a creative, like it could really stick with them for days. And then you may go on and be like, you know what? Now I'm sitting here thinking about that was a pretty dope art piece, but that person's now like a little upset or felt like they didn't execute the way they wanted to because of your one comment and they could get like 50 other comments that saying it's great but it's that one that sometimes stick by stick back so i mean if you're in that mood if you don't like it, don't like it you can say it but if you're really like in a nod of a great mood and you're just being like because eh, eh, we all can be like that then just refrain from commenting six periods are bound um not bound by a sign um like they're just not in the box thinkers, they think outside the box. Research has shown that creative people typically think outside of the traditional norms. And so they keep their creativity going. And then my last thing that I wanted to say about creatives is that um, we often daydream and we're realistic, right? 
A traditional picture of the daydreaming artist isn't necessarily reflective of our creative mind, as if we're like wandering around, like we don't know where we're at, like, please take my hand and take me home. Um, but more of a sense that we're just grounded in imagination and daydreaming and seeing the possibilities and wondering what if. So if we're sitting together and you tell me that you have a business idea, you best believe it, that I am going to like, oh my goodness, I can still see it and you'll be doing this and like that. And imagine you walk into your studio and how this will look and it will just be so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just go on and like just build a dream up in my head and just see it. But we're very practical too. Saying like, okay, well then how do we make this dream like work? We know we have have to put in some work to get the money to get the dream going. So we don't always think like in this space of like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm such a big dreamer. Oh, that that takes money. We're very aware that things take money and things need certain elements in order to like move. So those are some of my thoughts for today. I just wanted to share. Um, You know, creative thinking is essential for innovative problem solving that works in the real world. So people really need us, the techies who say I'm not creative, right? You create in your own way, but like we all essentially need each other, right? So if you see things very analytical and someone see it very creatively, you mix those two together, man, you have like essentially a really great platform like Clubhouse. So at any rate, I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to me talk about being a creative and like, Yes, I'm a creative and I'm commanding that title. All right, we'll talk to you soon. You take care of yourself. Bye.